Broadcasting live from the TSU campus in the KXTR studios, it's time to cruise the planet with your host, Mark the Shark. Why are my nipples so sore? And DJ Truffle Shuffle. I feel like you put a lot of thought into the salad. I go with $20. For the next few hours, you'll hear all the Tarleton and Stephenville news to get you through your weekend. They're bringing sports pop culture, and laughs with the best in rock and roll music. Who was the idiot that gave you that award? You. So buckle up. The cruise starts now. Indeed, indeed, we are. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. I am Mark the Shark, riding shotgun as always. DJ Truffle Shuffle. What up, what up? The voice of Lady Huckabee Basketball. Oh, yeah, I was going to get that plug-in in other sports balls. Okay. Or if I or won you can the do game it right show. now. But fine, yeah, no, my Huckabee girls, Lady Indians, they are killing it right now, number three in the state. Uh, they beat Blum last night, 56-34. Yep, solid victory in Granbury, wow. Texas. So now Friday they go to the regional tournament. This is Texas High School Girls 1A basketball, and they'll be taking on the number two team in the state, Dodd City, who knocked them out last year. How can we listen to your broadcast Friday? You can listen to me on 94.3 here in Stephenville, KYOXFM, or on KYOXFM.com slash listen live. And I will be calling that game. That'll be Friday night at 5 p.m. It's tip off. My pregame will start at 445. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, we need you to call in and steer DJ Truffle Shuffle away from a life of accounting and let him pursue <laughs> a career of play-by-play. Because you're so, really good at it. You're I appreciate really it. That's what everyone says, and even John, I know, and John's giving me compliments. Ooh. That's crazy, I know, but... It's a lot of fun to be able to go out there and do it, and it's. I feel like it could be my calling. So I, I have been thinking about it since I started doing this last Friday about possibly moving my direction there. I'm still going to graduate in May with an accounting degree. There you go. Still going to take that LSAT in June, see what happens, but hopefully I can find a play-by-play gig for the next year. There you go, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Well, we have a great show for uh, our listeners today. Uh, Shark Cage will be breaking down QB1, the new uh, series mm-hmm. brought to you by the producers of Friday Night Lights. New game show today with uh, two new guests. Oh, yep. So that'll be pretty cool. All millennial game show mm-hmm. with some millennial tunes. Yeah. Ooh. Different different twist to it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Byron Anderson, as always. And uh, we're going to get you caught up on all the sports balls, including Mark Smith's full Texas Rangers 2017 preview. Heck, yeah. Let's do it. It's going to be a sweet, but, sweet show, excuse me, but uh, this is per request of all the staffers right now, KXTR. <laughs> uh, when we come back, it's time for the Shark Minus Cage. Big Chris. Pulls it up, dribbles inside to Anderson. He'll throw it down. It's time for the Byron Anderson Show right here on Cruising the Planet. Because sometimes I take one Oreo off and, you know, when I'm watching my way, I take one side off and I just eat the, the rest of it. This segment is brought to you by the Wedding Expo. If you need extra credit or enjoy weddings, then come volunteer at the Central Texas Wedding Expo. They're looking for approximately 60 volunteers for Sunday, February 26th. If you're interested, contact Savannah Baxter at swbaxter at tarleton.edu. For some reason, he keeps on coming back every week. Uh, It's the Byron Anderson Show. Hey, guys. A little early today because we have the Coach Reisman Show at 12, so he's got to go get ready for that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I have to – I've got notes and such. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, I did want to say before we start the segment – if you watch us on Facebook Live, you can also donate to the Wounded Warrior Project. That was an option they gave me this yeah, morning. Hey, it's on so, there. So y'all go donate to the Wounded Warrior Support Project. Support our troops. No, that's really <laughs> cool. I have, a, I have a buddy that, that uh, went to Iraq many years ago, and uh, <clears throat> his name is Joe Washam. And Joe is uh, – I went to high school with him, and he uh, was a – you know, was in the Army <clears throat> and was in Iraq, and uh, he – He'll, he says it himself. He got blew up. 
is what he tells people. <laughs> he actually says that. And he has extensive burns on his face and his hands uh, and his arms. <clears throat> but it's a really cool story uh, because Joe does a lot uh, politically now, is a big spokesperson for, you know, I don't, not maybe specifically Wounded Warriors, but for uh, a lot of the different, you know, the other things and having a voice because, you know, obviously we've got a, a problem with how a lot of times we treat some of these folks we need to treat them better and support them more uh but he's a big spokesperson for actually uh you know the suicide rate from mm -hmm. veterans and uh that's a really sad thing when i won those tickets last year uh one of the i didn't d do a lot but i donated a number of my tickets to uh uh to one of those organizations it wasn't wounded warrior it was a different one where they take you know families or they take the people to the games and i got to meet with a couple of those people and it was really fun and uh, one of the coolest things. I have not. I'm not a rich man. Mm -hmm. I've never been. My dad was a bricklayer, but it was uh, one of my favorite things about you know everything that went on last year was that I got to to donate and then see the people and that made me. I mean that was probably the coolest thing. Um, even after hitting the home run and getting to do all the other stuff, I think the coolest thing for me was getting to donate those tickets to uh, to those families. Better to give than receive. Oh, right? there's no doubt. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you're six, then you want to. Then you want to get that's true or mark <laughs> or mark <laughs> or mark yeah no i don't believe that mark so we have a big uh big week in basketball uh basically the guys got to win these next two to host regionals right is that right well i mean here's how i see it and i don't know we'll see the regional numbers uh where they're at when they come out of course last week uh before we talked last week we had not found out the numbers they ended up being the first ranked team in the regional mm -hmm. Here's a, let's start with the Texans because I want to hit them yep. too. And, and first thing I want to mention a couple of things. One, there is a bus that we're taking that is free, free admission to the game, free bus ride. It will leave at noon tomorrow. And anybody that wants to go, all they have to do is call nine six eight nine seven, or excuse me nine one seven eight. Go ahead and give them that Kathy. number again. Yeah, nine six eight nine one seven eight. Okay. And you, there's 15 spots available. Uh, left on the bus to drive out there because we want Tarleton support. But it's free ride, free admission, uh, and it's – I mean, how are you going to beat that deal? It'll They'll make a couple of stops on the way uh, on the way there, on the way back. They'll stop in Sweetwater. But you're going to get to go to the game and watch the game support the team. So let's talk about the Texans first. Texans are pretty much locked into the fifth spots for the Lone Star Conference Tournament, which means they'll play next Friday. Okay, um, they if they win tomorrow, they're locked in. If they win tomorrow, now they could lose both their games, and actually then we'd have to go to a tiebreaker if Texas women's won both of their games. That's very unlikely, and the Texans should handle UTPB. So if they win tomorrow night, which is what we're going to say that they do, then we'll be paying attention to another game tomorrow night. That will be the Texas A&M Commerce versus West Texas A&M game. Those two teams are tied. And whoever wins that game will not play the Texans. The loser of that game will be the four seed, and that's who the Texans will play next week. So, Texans, hey, they're 12 and 12 on the season. Uh, they have got to win the Lone Star Conference tournament to get the bid into the into the regionals. So we're going to hope that they do that, uh, and they can do it. We've seen they've already beat Angelo State. They've played Eastern New Mexico to overtime uh, and played them very well. Uh, they've had a little bit of trouble with Commerce. Uh, they've lost both games to them, but they beat West Texas A&M. So that's they've won games against four of the or played really well against four of the five uh, top teams. 
So it's it's uh, it's going to be something to watch in that first game. In the second game, it's basically win whoever wins tomorrow night is going to be the first seed in the Lone Star Conference tournament, barring a, a wild loss by one of the the two teams. If the Texans win, they're the number one seed in the tournament, and they win the Lone Star Conference regular season championship, bar none. Okay. If UTPB wins, if the Texans won and they lost on and UTPB lost on Saturday, the Texans would still be the first seat and they'd outright win. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. But all this can be controlled with a victory tomorrow night. So that's what we're going to focus on. That game will start uh, at 7:30. Whenever the girls get done, um, it'll be one to listen to. UTPB is a really good team. Yeah. They have got some dudes that can go. They got two big men that are big men. Mm-hmm. We're talking 260, 280 uh, pounders um, that are both 6'8 and in uh, King and I can't remember the other guy's name off the top of my head. These guys can ball and then they've got a guard that is basically I really think he's a D1 guy and it, you know I don't know how he ended up at Odessa but mm-hmm. he's a stud and so I think he it's going to be him and Roman Jenkins as uh, wh- whoever wins the uh, wins this game tomorrow night. I think it'll be him or Roman Jenkins that, or maybe Chance Chambers as a dark horse candidate for the uh, the Player of the Year in the Lone Star Conference. These two guys have been great. Um, <clears throat> and then Saturday, it's West Texas A&M. Not a gimme whatsoever. As far as you guys asking the question about the regional tournament, I think if you win out, you get it. Obviously. I think if you, you can lose one of these next two games. But if you lose one of these next two games, you've got to win the championship mm-hmm. of the Lone Star Conference. Mm-hmm. If you win both of the games tonight, I think as long as you make it to the Lone Star Conference championship game, then you're going to host the regional tournament. If you do anything other than those things, I don't think we host. I'll be it, real honest with you. That's my personal opinion. And that's not coming from anywhere mm-hmm. else. That's just my personal opinion. 100%. So is there some sort of different – algorithm that goes into these regional rankings because you've got like 20 and 6 West Texas A&M over an 18 and 3 Fort Lewis. Do you know if anything of how that yes. works? Well, you're going to have strength of schedule and okay. that's going to be one of the things, you know, when you look at all the teams in the Lone Star Conference and we talk about it, probably people get tired of hearing us talk about it, um, how tough the Lone Star Conference is, but it's really true. Um, you know, there's four teams in the regional rankings, you know, Commerce, West Texas A&M, UTPB, and us. And then you look at the other team from the teams from the South Central Regional, and you're only going to find basically the two top school teams. of mines and Fort yes. Lewis. So those two teams, and they played each other to overtime the other day. Those are the only two teams they take into account. And, and other than that, those teams have not played near the schedule the mm-hmm. Texans have, and and some of the other teams have. So it's one of those deals where you've you, they do look at that thing. I don't know the actual algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't know if I could actually tell you what an alg- algorithm is, <laughs> but I can tell you a lot of it comes down to who you played, not just how many games you've won. Awesome. All right, let's talk a little bit about baseball. What's going on with them this weekend? Well, I think uh, it's uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas will yep. be in. That's the team they uh, beat 13-5 to this past Sunday. Uh, I think it was really cool, if you haven't seen the pictures, uh, to go back and look at the team playing at uh, Minute Maid Park. Uh, it was uh, a great. They won the first game, and then the second game they lost five to four to the number two team in the nation in Central Missouri. Uh, so nothing to be ashamed of there, and that was in extra innings. Uh, <clears throat> and then Sunday it was uh, it was the Bomb Brigade, and you can see this with this <laughs> team. 
It was, uh, you know, with guys like Lemons and what's the big guy? He's, Jake Hasbrook. Yeah, Hasbrook. Francisco those Rodriguez. Are, those two dudes. Well, and Rodriguez, he, he can drop a bomb too. But those two other guys, I think you're both looking at 20 home runs from them. Oh, wow. And I'm serious yeah. because Lemons already has four, and I think Hasbrook has three already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you just pace it out, that's right around 16 to 17. It gets a little bit tougher, but we haven't even talked about the south wind blowing in on, on the Texans field yet. When I used to play, it'd be about spring break when the wind would change and it'd get a little bit warmer, and then it was a launching pad <laughs> over there. Cecil Blue launching pad. Yeah. So um, You don't want to make any fruit-related jokes at Dylan Lemons because he's a big boy. <laughs> like he, He'll eat you. Fruit-related. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a good hitter, and you, know, there's, you listen to stories about people and – and one of my favorite stories from Coach Conger, I don't know if he wants me to share this or not, but it's a pretty fun one. They had, they had a tough year last year. And uh, they had a hard that's, time. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had a hard time. Well, I mean, everybody's been in this situation. You're never going to have a perfect season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Lemons was a guy, I think, that wanted to come here early um, in his career, out of high school maybe. But he's, as you said, he's a big guy. I was a big guy, so I can talk about that stuff. Uh, coming out, I am a big guy. I don't know what I'm saying was. Like I lost a lot of weight. But basically, you know, they said, well, let's make sure, you know, we're not – we're going to wait and see and make sure. Well, Lemons went to junior college and proceeded to drop a ton of bombs there. And uh, <clears throat> Coach Conger said there, when he really realized, hey, I need to get this kid over here. He, he's, he's really good. I think they had scored in a series against somebody like three runs. And Lemons, he was looking at a doubleheader that he had played in that day, and he hit like four or five home runs <laughs> just at the doubleheader. And he was like, yeah. You know, so, hey, you know, it's it's one of those deals where, you know, with those two guys, you're looking at some massive home runs. And uh, Chicks did a long, long ball. So oh, go yeah. over and yeah. check it out. Oh, yeah. No, it's sweet. I love it. Because Dylan Lemons is one of those guys – that when he hits one, as soon as it can pops I, off the bat, you don't you don't even like. There's no question about can, it. Can you do the? I want to suggest that you do the PA over there. So let me suggest yeah, just a couple of calls at the bottom. Okay, run. gotcha. Instead of saying you know home run lemons or whatever, how about just actually say, I don't say anything. You don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. I well, probably should. You need to just say like when he hits one like over the net, just be like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's all you say. I feel like or like the, that one's gonna. You know, I hope they bought. I hope they bought a ticket for yeah. that or something like that. But I think the best call would just be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Nate's got me on a pretty short leash after the Baptist remark a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I so I don't. I don't know. I mean, I love Nate, but I don't know. There's not a time that. Anybody that works for that gentleman is not on a short leash. Mm-hmm. He runs a tight ship. Yeah, as they he does. Say, which is which is you know what Coach Reisman runs as well. So, um, you know it's it's just one of those deals where you got yeah you're right you really don't need to do that. I just, don't don't say. I just oh try to get you, I just try to get you in trouble because it's God. not me that's going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You, if you listen on the radio, you don't hear me doing any of that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Byron Anderson every week at this time, usually ten thirty, but he's got the coaches show, which you can hear on KTRL ninety point five at twelve o'clock. Yeah, one more thing, uh, we do have uh, we do have tickets uh, on sale for the Lone Star Conference Championship. You're going to save Ooh, money if okay. you buy them here at the uh, ticket office from one to four. You're going to save money there. I'm not going to be specific, uh, but you're going to save money if you go over there and buy them there. They'll be av- available the rest of this week and through next week. Um, you need to go over to the ticket office from one to four. In the afternoon at Wisdom Gym, you can pick up tickets to the game, and you're going to save some money, especially if you're buying two or three. 
looking at saving a nice little pocket full. Well, there you go. When our show's done, you just tune that dial over to 90.5, and you got entertainment for 30 more minutes. Coming up next, it is the Shark Cage where gnomes are dealing meth. Yeah, stick around for that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mark's Corner of the Sea. It's time to explore a world of oddities, news, and everything else in the Shark Cage. All right, welcome back, cruisers, two cruisers on the planet, right here on KXTR 100.7, the planet. Time for the Shark Cage every week, usually at 10.15. Byron had to come in a little early today, so the Byron Anderson Show was at 10.15. Coming up, we have Sports Balls, Florida Man, and the Game Show. Riding Shotgun is DJ Truffle Shuffle. What up? So, I have three articles here. Well, I have two articles and then my hot takes on a show that I watched last week. Which one do you want to start with? Let's talk, start with the one from last week, the hot take from last week. Okay, cool. So last week we talked about QB1, the new um, the new documentary about three of the top-ranked quarterbacks in high school. Um, so one of them's from Vegas, one of them's from Georgia, and the other one is from another state that I can't remember right now. I thought they were all from Texas. Uh-uh. None of them are in Texas. What? Yeah. I thought that was the whole premise was it was supposed to be like a Friday Night Lights well, it's got like the Friday Night Lights feel to it. But there's no quarterback from Texas. I thought Tate Martell was in it. Isn't he from Texas? Maybe. Okay. No, Tate Martell's from Vegas. Maybe the other quarterback that I'm remembering isn't. Okay. Yeah. I thought, okay, whatever. No, Tate you, Martell's you, you from are, Vegas. I haven't seen it. That's just, I thought it was in Texas. So they put out the first three episodes, um, and it's basically, it's a lot like Friday Night Lights. Uh, Tate Martell's a punk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have told you that. Tate Martell. Okay, so there's like, not saying that this has anything to do with it. There's two white quarterbacks and one black quarterback. Mm -hmm. And he's the black quarterback's from Georgia. He's going to Wake Forest. That young man, I would take out of just three of them. Just by watching. It's like each episode is 10 minutes long. So after 30 minutes of just watching them and how they carry themselves, that's the guy I would Did you get to watch actual football or is it just like off the field stuff? They were like. It was a good mix because the these first three episodes, the season hasn't actually started yet. So practice you're, you're watching stuff. practice okay. and stuff. They're all good physically. They're all going to do great. But it's that off the field stuff, man. Yeah. That's like the you can't put it on like like the two like kids, man, their moms still make their lunch. Oh like they have God. to like their mom comes in and wakes them up and they're like they drive like nice cars in this nice house. They're like, I don't want that. Like that's unfortunately the future. Yeah, <laughs> college I, football. I know, and it's like these kids are punks. But that, but one other kid, he's like he's a hardworking dude. His mom's a hardworking girl, and the poor guy and, has to go to Wake Forest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, and Tate Martell's going to Ohio State. Yeah, I would take that kid. Oh, no doubt, just by watching these three. But yeah, it's really good. It's on Verizon's Go90.com. Anybody can watch it for free, uh, so that's cool. Uh, they're putting the next three episodes out. I believe this week. I believe they're already out. So I'll watch the three, and then we'll <laughs> we'll talk right. about them. But, yeah, two kids on there, just total. Like, like you know, you see them, and you're like, that kid's spoiled rotten. <laughs> like, he doesn't have to do anything. Just Anyways. from, like, listening to some other reports, I was kind of drawing conclusions that Tate Martell is similar to Johnny Manziel. Yeah. The way that he was oh, yeah. coming up. Oh, yeah. Exactly. A lot like Johnny. All right, next article. New Zealand garden gnome thefts fund the meth trade. 
It's not often that garden gnomes get caught up in a drug-related crime spree, but police in New Zealand say a spate of thefts from gardens is likely to be linked to the trade of methamphetamine. Sorry about that. I don't know who that is. Random number. Um, let's see here. So basically, uh, they take garden gnomes, right? These okay, like, like they're swiping gnomes out of people's yards. They're swiping gnomes. Everybody's First off, I didn't think garden gnomes were even really a thing, but I guess it is. Yeah. There's enough There's enough plethora of gnomes to steal. You don't know what garden? I know Gar what it is, but okay. I, like, I thought it was more like a TV thing. It's not like people actually have garden gnomes, but hey. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so this is stuff.co.nz news. <laughs> Reliable so, source. Yeah, so, so were they hiding meth in the gnomes? Uh, it says Sergeant Cam Donison says that a missing gnome is a result of drunken hijinks or youngsters, uh, but that would but this was an organized operate operation. Excuse me. <laughs> um, these items can be sold to raise cash pretty quickly um, for like to buy drugs and stuff. So that's what people are doing. They're swiping up gnomes in New Zealand so they can fund their meth addiction. Wow. These Who is this person? <laughs> Get we are live. Here. We are live on the air. Okay. So this one's funny. My last article for the Shark Cage. Um, soccer player, goalkeeper, huge guy. Like could like okay, like Brian Arakpo big. Oh, like wow. if Brian Arakpo like kept his same muscle strength and then gained eighty pounds of like just goodness, like fat. This and you still got to be quick to be a goalie. So big guys that are quick. Oh yeah, his name's Wayne Shaw. And he broke betting rules by eating pie. Oh my lord! I heard this, and this, uh, yeah, this so, makes this kind of makes me mad, right? Okay, so here's what happened. They put out the Sun like newspaper. They have a website called Sun Bets, and they put out a bet before the match that there's an eight to one chance that he would eat pie during the game. So he found out about it. it was like that's funny. If you don't know how soccer works, you only get three subs a game. He got subbed out. Him being the last sub, that was the third sub. So, so he knew he knew he, he was cannot, done. Yeah, he cannot come in uh, for the rest of the game. And so he found out about the bet, went into the kitchen, like the club kitchen, got some pie, made sure the camera was on him, and ate it. It was a meat and potatoes pie. And, it? hey, man, if he put money on himself, that's an 8-to-1 payday just not. for eating pie. He did not. He should he, uh, he found out before. I mean, and you can't yeah. bet as a player. Yeah. Uh, it's a little Pete Rose um, <laughs> the action going on, but yeah, uh, he broke football association regulations, uh, lost the match, and got kicked out of the league just for eating pie on the sidelines. What league is this? Is this some Euro league? Um, you know, it's the same league that Arsenal's in. So Premier, yeah. but he should switch over to MLS. Then that's what I would do. Yeah. I'm sure Americans would love him. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so well, he looks like an American. Like that's the thing. Like big dude loves pie. Like Bring him on you, over. You fit right in. That's what I'd do. If I was a scout for MLS, I'd call him up like, hey, man, you can still come over here and play. Yeah. So hey, we'll do it. I don't know. That's a shark. I'll sign him. <laughs> we should start our own soccer team. That's the shark cage right here on Cruising the Planet. Coming up next, sports balls. I have my full Texas Rangers preview, and DJ Truffle Shovel breaks down the All-Star Weekend. Stick around. Hey, everybody, get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. Don't let your relationship with DJ Truffle Shuffle and Mark the Shark end in disappointment like everyone's football season sans John Kirby. Come on, we slam. And we'll 
We get up on all the sports balls on Stephenville's leader in sports coverage, Cruising the Planet. Welcome back to Cruising the Planet and our segment of Sports Balls where we cover all sports, not football, because we are depressed football is gone. Aww. I'm DJ Truffle Shuffle, <laughs> riding with Mark the Shark right now. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, we got we got the Sports Balls segment. And if you give me, if you stall for one second, I'll find these sports balls bed music. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start t- about talking about last weekend's All-Star weekend. Uh, a lot happened uh, in the NBA in New Orleans, specifically during the weekend. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the winners. Taco Bell Skill Challenge winner was Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, the three-point contest winner was Eric Gordon. And the slam dunk contest winner was Glenn Robinson the third. And for the actual All-Star game itself, a highest-scoring game, 192 to 182, the Western Conference won. Yeah. It's always high-scoring like that. Yeah, it's high-scoring, but still, that is a ton of points. Look at that. They had 100 points in the first quarter combined. That's crazy. Okay, so before – okay, we'll we'll start with the um, All-Star weekend. I didn't really watch too much of it. Yeah, I know. I watched a little bit of the All-Star game, but I'm just – yeah, it's it's just it it's doesn't do anything. All Star Weekend for the NBA in the last like ten years really started climbing, but in the last like two or three, it started to come on a little downturn. Yeah. it's just a little over publicized, a little overplayed. Uh, the slam dunk contest was kind of disappointing this Very year. Very boring. There was the guy who won, Glenn Robinson the third, was the outright obvious winner. He was the only one who completed a decent dunk, including jumping over DJ Khaled and his yeah. assistant coach that we talked about before. Uh, the segment began, and he was the only one who even showed up to really do it. Derek Jones Jr., the D-League player, was able to make it to the finals just because he was completing simple dunks. Aaron Gordon, the guy who was actually favored to win, couldn't complete a dunk in the first round, so he got knocked out. So it was, it was not exciting to watch, but I think this is kind of where this generation of fans is going because obviously like not just in the All-Star game but for the Pro Bowl, they don't really play the game, you know? Yeah. You could, I mean, it, they're just leisurely kind of running down the court, chunking up shots from 2K range. and From 2K range. I mean, it's cool to see so much points. And really, the only decent story from the weekend was Kevin Durant alley-oop to Russell Westbrook that for was the cool. dunk. That was cool to watch. Because the bench went crazy. Did you see that? Yeah, that was sweet. And everyone's starting to think now, was this Hall a hoax just to get us to watch? Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know. But hopefully it's able to make a comeback. But as of right now, All-Star games in general are on a downward turn. Yeah, I think, okay, I really enjoyed the MLB game just because... But it matters. Yeah, exactly. It matters, so the guys are actually kind of trying, like, because you get guys that are making the playoffs, yeah. and they're like, okay, I need to actually play in this game so I can... Get my like, team get home my field. Team, yeah. yeah. And I really like watching strikeouts, and there's a ton of strikeouts in All-Star games, plus, like, like home runs and everything. Yeah. Also, I like watching the home run derby. Anyways... Um, yeah, so Boogie over the weekend as well. While he was in New Orleans for the All-Star Weekend, he got the call from Sacramento management that he had been traded to the New Orleans Pelicans for Buddy Heald, uh, two other no-name players, yeah. a first-round pick, and a second-round pick, yeah. which is, in the NBA world, literally nothing, nothing. for who is probably now, considered the best big man in the game right now. Exactly. And if you had to make that trade, if you traded away three players – and a first and a second in the NFL, that's totally yeah. – that's a fair trade. But, like, literally nothing. In the NBA, because we only have five players on a team, mm-hmm. you know, it's just – you. there's so much talent out there that these kind of trades, yeah, it's literally nothing. It comes down to the fact that the Sacramento Kings 
don't have the money for DeMarcus Cousins. It's literally what it yeah. is. They're a small market team. They don't have the money to pay for the luxury tax in order to keep him on the roster. So they they try to relieve some cap space. I think Sacramento's going to struggle huge. They're currently in the ninth spot for the West. They're about to drop like a rock. Yeah. But it's going to hurt them a lot moving forward. And there's a lot of teams. And this is something I saw uh, on ESPN. They were talking about uh, what team missed out the most. Because if that is all they were looking for to get rid of DeMarcus Cousins, there's a lot of good teams like the Boston Celtics who are one player away from competing with the Cavs. The Washington Wizards are also one big guy away from competing with the Cavs. But, yeah, so now, since he's in New Orleans, they probably have the best big man duo in recent basketball history with Mm -hmm. DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. You know, I feel like the Pelicans definitely helped themselves out here because – out of all of the teams, kind of including Denver, trying to fight for that eight spot, mm-hmm. I I'm actively rooting for the Pelicans second. I want the Mavs to go just because I'm a Mavs fan. But no, 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 no. Let me tell you why. I think the Pelicans, out of all of these teams, have the best chance of beating Golden State as the eight seed because now that you have Boogie and Anthony Davis, Golden State can't match that. With who? Zaza Pachulia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They they lost back-to-back games to Denver and Sacramento a couple weeks ago for this exact reason. Mm-hmm. Because they can't stop They don't have them. big men. Their biggest guy, their best big guy, I should say, is Draymond Green. And yeah. he's a three or a four at best. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, if you want to, uh, like, if you want Golden State to go down, I would say root for New Orleans. Because, I mean, Denver and Portland are really the only two teams that are kind of going to kind of keep it tight. Sacramento's at nine now, but like you said, they're dropping off pretty mm-hmm. quick. So, yeah, this is going to be interesting to watch. This will be interesting. As a Mavericks fan, I'm still trying to cheer for the tanking scenario. <laughs> uh, although Brooklyn is doing a really good job with only nine wins Their, right now. Brooklyn's record is Golden State's record switch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 47 to 9 to 9 and 47. Can you imagine losing 47 games right now? Halfway like, through crazy. the year. You're halfway through the season. Is someone yeah. trying to talk to us right now? I don't know. I, t- I tried to touch the rim once on Periscope. That's cool. I, I did too, and I sprained my ankle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what's going on in the NBA right now. We They start the second half of the season this week. Um, yeah, I'm still cheering for the Mavericks to tank, although people are telling me that there's not a whole lot of talent in this year's draft. I still think anything is better than what they got right now. But we'll see. Yogi exactly. Ferrell for Dallas has been putting on a heck of a show. I know Harrison Barnes mm-hmm. is actually right now one of the most efficient players in the league with the ball in his hands. I think Harrison Barnes is the best player on our team. Yep. Like, that's plain and simple. If you mm-hmm. take out Dirk. Well, hey, he was the only USA player on our team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think I think he is. So, yeah. Base, base, basketball. Basketball. <laughs> Sports ba- balls. Basketball. <laughs> basketball. Good movie. Speaking of baseball, I have your full Rangers breakdown. Let's do it. Courtesy of Mark Smith. Okay, so let me see. Do you want me to start with players or like infielders, outfielders, or pitchers? Start with the, the bullpen. Okay, we'll start with the bullpen. All right, so we got guys coming back this year, definitely on the roster. Sam Dyson, which is very good, redhead beard, great, great pitcher. Jeremy Jeffress, who we acquired uh, late in the season, pretty close to the deadline. Matt Bush, the guy from prison. Can throw like a 98 mile an hour fastball. Tony Barnett, Alex Clot- Claudio, I think. Yeah, that's what it is. Keone Kella, Andrew Faulkner, and Tanner Shepherds. We've got a very good one through four in the bullpen. Not too sure about the back three here. Um, Tanner Shepherds was a starter a couple years ago. Definitely dropped off. Um, actually didn't play for us for a little while. 
but your rotation, like your actual like starting pitchers, that's kind of – I think that's where we're going to have to make it big this year. Cole Hamels at one. Yu Darvish at two. Martin Perez at three. Andrew Kashner at four. Tyson Ross at five. Andrew Kashner and Tyson Ross definitely can change this year because I don't know if you watched any baseball last year, but A.J. Griffin got him um, – we signed him off of a minor league deal. Uh, he's very good. He just got hurt last year. That's kind of been his problem. Uh, he gets hurt a lot. So he can switch out with Andrew Kashner and Tyson Ross. Martin Perez, very good pitcher at home. Going to have to find a way to win on the road. Terrible road record. Uh, but I think Cole Hamels and Yu Darvish, that one-two punch, and if you can get Martin Perez to be that solid three guy, you better watch out because this offense is pretty good because that catcher we got jonathan lucre obviously the guy that we the big blockbuster trade that they acquired mm-hmm. uh, near the deadline and then your infielders including mike napoli uh he's got Glad he's to got have him back exactly he's got your first base so you have adrian beltre at third rugi at second uh elvis at shortstop and i'm guessing mike napoli at first ever i'm i'm assuming mike napoli is going to be the everyday first baseman so he's going to get like 130 games something like that um, on the bench for your your t- utility guys, Ryan Rua, Joey Gallo, and Jerks and Profar. So both all three serviceable. Jerks and Profar, I think, is the best out of the three of them just because of his versatility. He can play anywhere in the infield and do a great job at it um, just in case anybody who goes down. Um, outfielders, you got Carlos Gomez from the Astros last year, Nomar Mazzara, 21-year-old, Sinsu Chu, and Delano DeShields. Um, I think you'll have... I don't know. This is our weakest position just in terms of depth. Mm-hmm. So you only got four of these guys. And uh, I, don't, I don't love Sensu. Yeah, neither do I. I think that I, I, don't, I don't. I was cool when they signed him, but now like three years into I watched this. Him, I've watched too many fly balls just go right past him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, I think, I don't know. I kind of want Sensu Chu in right field just because, I mean, he doesn't do any position well, but he does that position okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but no more Mazzara got some time in right field last year and left field. Uh, Carlos Gomez is our center fielder, um, taking Ian Desmond's spot. So, yeah, so you got Gomez in center field. They have Chu on this in right field. Um, and then who is our left fielder? No more Mazzara. So, so that's fine with me. Where do you see the Rangers stacking up compared to last year's season? I think if they want to match last year's success, they're going to have to make another big trade like mm-hmm. they did last year, going to get Jeremy Jeffress and Jonathan Lucroy. Um, that's just that's just how it's going to have to be because they're weak in the outfield. They could add another bullpen pitcher. That wouldn't be too bad, and they need a starter. If there's any place that, they, that needed to be addressed, it's the starting rotation. Um and even worse next year because you Darvish is this is his contract year, so you know you you know what you're gonna get from you. Uh, Cole Hamels was down towards the end of the season. I say second. In our How many division. wins you think? Give me a number. 80, 84. Okay, so, still uh, a good year. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying they're gonna have a bad year. They're gonna make. They're gonna. I bet they'll either win the division or have the second wild card spot. There's no really in between. Yeah. Um, so your starting lineup, Gomez leading off Chu, Lucroy, Beltre, Odor, Mazzara, Gallo in left field, maybe, or whoever's playing left field that day. Um, no, excuse me. Gallo DH. I'm sorry. I'm saying Gallo's not fast yeah. enough to get out in the outfield. Gallo's in DH, uh, Mike Napoli at first base and batting ninth, Elvis Andros. Who's one of the – I don't like Elvis Andrus's contract, but I feel like he's good for the team. Him oh, yeah, Beltre team chemistry, chemistry. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's where that money comes from. So, yeah, there you go. I 
I'll put it down right now. 82 wins this year. All right. So that's the number. There you go. Beat. There's your full Rangers preview. Uh, I do. Okay. I like Gallo, a designated hitter, because he can play first if you need him to. And Nap can do DH if he just needs like mm-hmm. the day off. Um, you can also throw Jerks and Profar. I feel like he's kind of got like that one through three kind of. We need him on base kind of kind of start the game ryan rua also can be dh if he needs to be um but i don't think gallo is your everyday designated hitter i think that position is going to be very fluid this mm-hmm. year i even since suchu might play uh, a couple games at dh i say couple probably like 20 or 30 mm-hmm. just based on his health the past couple years so yeah awesome breakdown there you go there's your uh full rangers preview coming up next we're talking up the next round of the sauce bracket so stick around Welcome back to KXTR 100.7 The Planet's Cruising the Planet, our flagship station and our flagship show. Uh, do you need any extra credit and do you enjoy weddings? Because if you do, you can volunteer at the Central Texas Wedding Expo. They're looking for approximately 60 volunteers for Sunday, February 26th. If you're interested, you can contact Savannah Baxter at swsbaxter at tarleton.edu. The expo will be held in the Tarleton Thompson Student Center Ballrooms this Sunday, February 26th from 1 to 5 p.m. It will feature our vital fashion show and exhibits for venues, catering, decor, and more. For more information on the expo in general, you can email ctwexpotsu at yahoo.com. Super fun. Helped out with that a couple years ago. Pretty pretty cool experience. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, now, but now uh, we have the full – we're going to start voting for the second round of our sauce bracket tomorrow, but today we figure we'd run through breakdowns. Yeah, we decided that anyone who was able to get out of the first round is obviously the top half of all sauces of all time. They deserve a little bit of a breakdown <laughs> pregame. So we're going to open up voting next week for the first four matchups. We're going to go ahead and break them down ourselves, make our own picks, and decide – who we think will be moving on in the future. There so, you go. we're going to start off with the probably premier matchup of the week will be Guac versus Ranch. Oh, man. It's going to be a tough one. I think Ranch will probably pull it out yeah. just because it's usefulness in so many different foods. But Guac's a heavy hitter. At some point, you kind of just have to think, like, what do I – like, what foods can I use each yes. sauce more on. Yes. So like guac, you can you can use for chips, tacos, burritos, pretty much anything Mexican related. But ranch, it covers a lot of different stuff. Everything in general, including some Mexican foods as well. Exactly. Exactly. There's a place Miranda's so from. Like, like ranch can take over some wok food, but wok can't take over ranch. Exactly. Food, exactly. You know? Miranda's from Roy City, and there's a place down there called Chiloso, and they have the best. They're Mexican. They're like Chipotle. They're the best ranch of all time. So ranch, I got ranch. I think ranch will probably win that one as well. Next matchup will be spicy ketchup versus Thousand Island. This is kind of like an inner Waterburger matchup for us yeah. because that's where we're really putting Thousand Island. I know you put it on salad a lot of times, but 
for Mark, at least, it's really on his patty melt, and that's what something that's, you have to learn to live it. without. Yeah. For me, I am a spicy ketchup fanatic. Yeah. Every single time I go to Whataburger and they ask me for ketchup, I'm like, don't give me that fancy crap. Give me that spicy, spicy ketchup. ketchup. Let's go. Yeah. So that's my pick for it is spicy ketchup. Just I got Thousand Island. I'm deathly in love with it. So we're going split 50-50. That one could be a jump ball next week. Next one we got up is marinara sauce versus Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A. I think Chick. I th- actually. I just eat Chick Fil A sauce. That's more. the thing. Yeah, I personally because Chick Fil A is on campus, I'll probably eat Chick Fil A sauce more. But I think marinara probably has more usage. Yeah, but when I go to like my Italian food is mostly Alfredo sauce. Mm-hmm. So I could live without marinara. I couldn't live without Chick Fil A sauce. I feel you. I'm gonna pick marinara. I think that it'll just have a bigger following moving forward. Uh, because of mainly, I think cheese sticks is really what's going to save Ooh, marinara okay, sauce okay. on this one. I forgot about cheese sticks. So we'll see where that one goes with that. Uh, Raisin Cane's versus chocolate sauce. Raisin Cane's. I'm All going chocolate man. on this. Really? One. I've honestly, but that's the thing. I don't. I don't even. I didn't know Raisin Cane's was a sauce or a oh, thing, and so I don't good, use man. it. But I, that that's my thing. I use it more. Literally, you could inject chocolate milk <laughs> into my veins. That's how addicted I am to chocolate milk, and yeah. that's how much I use chocolate syrup. I go through a bottle a week. I'm telling you, I love chocolate milk, and I love ch- putting chocolate on stuff. Have you ever had like Promised Land chocolate milk? No. Oh, dude. Okay. After this, I don't care what you're doing. After this, go buy some Promised Hershey's Land chocolate, milk. chocolate sauce and milk. What else do you need in Just life? Just go try some Promised Land. You work tomorrow. I'll bring you some Promised uh, Land. Yeah, yeah. I'll be here at. 1230 or one, but then I'm going to the meeting. So don't worry about it. We'll yeah. deal with it later, but I'll find it myself. <laughs> All right. So we're split on that one. We're split on the last three. The only one we've agreed on is ranch. Fine with me. That's cool. That makes it for interesting. All right. Moving on. We got Tabasco versus relish. Tabasco. Uh, Tabasco. I, think I put is it on really eggs. Heavy. Yeah. yeah. Tabasco is just more used. Um, I don't, I've never had relish. Before. The only time I use relish is every now and then on a hot dog. Okay. That is when I use relish. Yeah. You know, that's about it. Tabasco goes good with almost everything. You can put Tabasco on a hot dog. Yep. <laughs> Here's another big hitter. This one could go either way. Buffalo sauce versus salsa. Oh no. That's a tough one. Because they're both spicy. I'm just going to default, man, salsa. I use it more. They're probably, I probably use salsa more, but every single chance I get, I use buffalo. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like last night, and this is a perfect time to plug, I, and this is not for promotional purposes, but literally last night, I went to Cotton Patch, got the chicken tenders, and ate the buffalo-style chicken tenders, because that's just what I do. Buffalo yeah. is my thing. When it comes to wings, chicken, anything, I like buffalo. Of course, salsa is there every time you walk into a Mexican restaurant. Yep. So, and you can put that on your tacos and everything. I think it's going to be a jump ball, but for good radio talk, you can go for salsa. I'll go for buffalo. Sounds good. Honey mustard versus barbecue. Barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. I believe. Especially go barbecue. especially if Chick-fil-A is able to pull it out against Marinara because this will these matchups will be next the following week. Mm-hmm. So, we will already know the winner of that one. I I'm going to base that decision off of that one. Okay. So, like if Chick-fil-A wins, I'm picking barbecue, but if Marinara wins, I'm picking honey mustard. Wow. All right. Uh, and then this one is not even worth talking about, I don't think. Queso versus Cheese Whiz. Queso. Queso's going to no dominate doubt, No it. doubt, no doubt. Queso's about to dominate this thing, and I think they'll probably end up moving on to take on Barbecue in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. But we will see. Voting opens tomorrow on KXTR 100.7's Facebook and or Twitter. Make sure you go out and vote yep. and be a part of choosing the greatest sauce ever. Coming up next, it's time for our new game show. We got top hip-hop tracks. They got to guess what it don't is. Don't forget about the Wedding Expo. Stick around. 
I know cruisers. It's usually time for Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, but we got this open now because we're doing a little something different with the game show today. I'm Mark the Shark, DJ Truffle Shuffle Riding Shotgun, Cassidy and Winston filling in for our bosses. Cassidy refusing to wear headphones. You're going to need the headphones to hear the music. Just letting you know. Just letting you know on that one. So, ladies and lady and gentlemen, I have six of top the top hip-hop songs ranging from, like, anything before 2010, but after 2004. So I'll break okay. that. That's a little... We got a six-year gap. Yeah, six-year gap here. I'm going to play the song. Y'all buzz in. The first person to buzz gets to guess what the song is. You have to guess the song name and the artist plus the year it was released and <laughs> and how many weeks it was number one on the charts. So each answer is worth a point? So the name and the artist are both, both worth one point. The year it was released and the weeks on the charts are two points. Okay. And, and so if I say I buzz in and I can answer the artist and the song, can they steal? Yeah. Well, you have to, if you buzz in, you have to answer all three regardless. Well, yeah. oh my. But I can only, but say I only get those two right. So are the other two stealable? Uh, yes, they okay. are. So let's say you buzz in. And you get the name and the artist right, but not the year it was released mm -hmm. or the weeks it was number mm -hmm. one on the chart. And Cassidy buzzed in second. Okay. She can steal the ones that you got wrong. All right. Okay. Are there negative points? No. No, there's no negative points. Just positive. So you might as well start shooting. No, what? We're all at loser mentalities. Closer to the mic. You can talk into the microphone. I know. I'm just okay. trying to talk to you. So we all need like a catchphrase or something. So. DJ Truffle Shuffle, I'm what's your Truffle. Book? Truffle, Winston. Woo! That's yours? Woo! Okay. Daytona. All right, that'll work. Okay, cool. Sounds good. So I have all the songs are just the intro to the part. So you don't have to scream. I have headphones on. I can hear you. We don't need to peek here. Here's the first song. Already buzzed. Oh, my. I know the song, but I couldn't tell you the name. Had a whole top diamond in the bottom rose gold. Woo, Winston. 2004. That's wrong. <laughs> Anybody? Nobody? I know the song. I couldn't tell you who it is. 30 more at the top. No way. I know the song, but I couldn't tell you. Do you know, do you know who's by? No. Well, he's going to, I think he's going to say, you got to say your buzzer. What? He just, you got it. Oh, woo. You got it. Okay, you got it. So used to hearing. Yeah, that. that's what that's what it is. Nelly. Yep, that's right. Ow. That would be my new buzzer. Ow, ow. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Mid game right, truffle. No, did you? He's. Are you not gonna guess anything else? Nelly. That's all I said. Okay, so he so, gets a point. So one it? point. He got Nelly. Truffle. Yep. Twenty two thousand eight. Wrong. Dang Daytona. it. Ow. Daytona. Two thousand five. Two thousand five is correct. One point for Daytona. Ow. Can I yep. also guess how many weeks it was at top? Sure, go for it. It's we your turn. Four. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Week and a half. No, Just it's, it's truffle. Oh, it's days? Days. Oh, days. Or no, no, weeks, weeks, weeks. Five? Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. Do y'all not know what the song is? <laughs> no, not at all. I've heard this song. Yes, you have. Hey, so can we go make it, take it? If you get it right, you keep it till you miss it. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Anybody. Okay, we'll go one more round because we got to move on. <laughs> so you get a point. Everybody got a point from that. No, I don't think I did. You didn't? No, okay, I that's right. I think both of them did, but I don't think I did. 
It's one and one. Tell us a song. Let's move on. <laughs> he's gonna. He's about to say it. Ow! Yep. No. The name of the song is Grills. Yeah. And it was number one on the charts for ten weeks. So, let's see. I hear Sarday screaming Sarday. from yeah. the lobby. Someone is disappointed in us right now. All right. Here's number two. Buzz whenever you know the song name. Truffle. Yep. Apple bottom jeans. Nope. But it's hold on, 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 hold on. T Pain. Nope. No flow rider. Yep. But it's I know this one. Don't tell him. It's still his turn. Okay, Daytona. It's low. That is correct. But I got one point. Truffle. Yep. Two thousand six. Ooh, close. Yep. 2007. Close. Truffle. Yep. 2005. No, you said closer. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> Daytona. Oh. oh. 2008. 2008 is correct. Anybody want to take Truffle. Yep. Four weeks. Ooh, no. Not even close. Woo. Yep. Two th- well, wait. No, we already got here. 2000 weeks. Daytona. Six weeks. Ooh, wrong. Daytona. 12 weeks. Oh, so close. Truffle. <laughs> 13. <laughs> Uh, Truffle, cool. 11. No, no, you got to get it. You got to get it. Huh? 11. 11 weeks is correct. I hope you are keeping up with your points because I I've got uh, one. I, I am. One. You got, got two. Three. Three. Oh. Daytona. There you go. So All right. I didn't think Rapid I was going to win fire. this. Here's number three. It was on a recent movie. Yep. Huh? Yeah, it's ludicrous. Hey, hey, hey. He's saying the name. Daytona. Yep. It's Moneymaker. Moneymaker by Ludicrous. Oh, no, that's not right. Yep. 2014. No, before 2010. That's not in the range. 10. 2010. No. Uh, Truffle. Yep. 2006. Yeah, there yeah. it is. What 2006. Movie? Huh? What movie? Was it's on, on the big short when he's isn't closing it? all those deals. Yeah, but isn't it also uh, in? I think it's in Ludacris's Too Fast, Too Furious as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It's the That's Battle of the it. Genders album, mm-hmm. I think. Anybody want to take a guess how many weeks it was on the chart? Truffle. Yep. Six. Ooh, so close. Truffle. Five. So. Oh. <laughs> Seven. Yep, there it is. Seven weeks as <laughs> number one. Of yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys get it right the first time. All right, here's number four. Truffle. Yep. Wrong. Have whatever you like. Yep, you got it. Nicki Minaj was in this music video. What? No. It's Ti. Daytona. Ed, that's what it is. It's whatever you like. If, there you go. Daytona, you buzzed in. Do you want to? 2008. Wanna, yes, that is correct. And I'm going to go with five weeks. Ooh, close. Truffle. Yep. Four weeks. Actually, it's not close. I lied. Dang uh, it. Okay. Ow. Yep. Ten weeks. Ten weeks is right. <laughs> God bless. Ow. Dude, you cleaned Ow. up on that round, <laughs> Winston. I remember that music video, though, because Nicki Minaj was in that music video. They performed when? It I watched it today. Show. I don't know. Maybe it was in a performance on the award show. Maybe. Because I remember that. Here's number five. Uh, Truffle. Kanye West. Gold Digger. uh, 2006. Daytona. Yep. 2005. Four weeks on the top. 2005. Four weeks on the top. Sorry, Winston. You didn't even get a... Ooh. Okay, so... 
Truffle got two and Cassidy got two from that one. Yeah. No, you one. guessed the. She guessed the year and the how year many and weeks. So oh, that's four, four points. That's four points. Yeah. I keep forgetting those are Wait, worth we're double. getting worth double. On yeah. That? If you guess the. Oh no. If you guess right. the year, year and the, is double. Oh, then I have so many points right now. Well, you, oh my god. Did y'all? We're only keeping one. I was yeah. only doing one. Instructions, people. <laughs> now we're good. We'll, we'll take a sure. second. I have one extra. So you have one extra point. Is your point total right? My point. I've only gotten one point for answers. My total is double, but I have one that was only. I had only one that wasn't a year or a uh, weeks at the top. Really? So So how many points do you have right now? Seven, and that's all you get. Seven? Because you can't confirm this. That's true. We'd have to check the tape. We definitely could check the tape. You're still winning. Not right now. So you've got four points, CJ Trouble How many points do you have, Winston? Seven. Seven? And... Nine. Nine. That's accurate. It's more than nine. Ladies and gentlemen. The rest of this game is under protest. The the final song. Truffle. Yep. 50 Cent, baby. Yep. It is in the club. Yep. And it's 2004. Daytona. Huh? Nope. Truffle, 2006? Nope. Boom. Yep. 2003. 2003 is correct. No. You said 2004 to 2010. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Boom. I think that one gets null and void. That year gets null and void. How many weeks was it on the chart? Truffle. Yep. Six? Close. No, actually not close at all. Yep. 12 is correct. Dang, girl. You clean it up. Technicality, it could have bled over in 2004. Well, that was my guess was 2004 then, so I should have gotten it. If we're going to play by that. There you go. Sounds good. Split it. Y'all do whatever the heck y'all want. So, I don't think it matters. How many did you end up with? Seven. Seven. Eight. Daytona gets 11. Daytona gets the win. I told you you'd do good on this game show. We are. Yeah, she was playing. going, oh, my gosh, this isn't the game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's such an accurate representation of what Treble sounds like every morning. Oh, Ooh. shot seriously fired. Trying to best not to get back on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next is the Florida Man. Ladies and gentlemen, Big Chris yeah, is in studio, and he's just like destroyed. Just, he's like a bull the in the china shop in the studio, man. I am too. You got to get on the mic, man. You got to get on the mic. You got to hear the people. <laughs> How much more time do you need? All of the time. All of the, that time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't do it. I can't work in these situations. Now, now Chris is over on mic two, trying to get his headphones on. Papers God dropping. Bless. We only have so much time. Come on, man. It's eleven thirty. We have all the time we want because you guys are the stars. That's true. Eh, they, more or they, less. They dare not take you off air. I gotta go ahead and throw this in again. Central Texas. Don't sound so excited, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Truffle. <laughs> oh, hey, man, but man. seriously, go to the Central Texas Wedding Expo. It'll be held this Thompson in the Thompson Student Center ballrooms this Sunday, February 26th from 1 to 5 p.m. It'll feature a bridal fashion show, exhibits for venues, catering, decor, and more. For more information, please email ctwexpotsu at yahoo.com. This segment is brought to you by Happy Tales Dog Grooming. Chris. Quit dancing. Quit the dancing. Let's uh The song is just 
This big wheelie style, man. Classic wheel. See, I would have guessed this in the last segment. We well, because you heard we it. We should have gone nineties. That's what we should. I'll done. do nineties next week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could do nineties here to win that. All right. Well, you got Florida man for us, right? I do have Florida man. It is that time once again, and once again, Florida is wild and out. Uh, wild. These are all stories from this week. Uh, oh, okay. I would like to know. I would like to let everybody know that every story from like the past four weeks or whatever that we've done this has been from that week. Yep. Like. That's just this, this is, is another me, week this in is Florida. Not me digging back like six years into Florida news, like this is what's happening right now. <laughs> another week in Florida. So uh, everybody knows that we appear at the station. We all have nicknames. We got Trouble Shuffle, Mark the Shark, Big Chris. Uh, if somebody didn't call you by your nickname, w- would that offend you? No, I get called Austin constantly. Would I call it, him Austin on the show. Would it offend you so much to the point that you punch a relative? A, I can't say a I can't. blind relative oh. of that. <laughs> Tell me the story. Well, this one comes out of Boca Raton. Uh, Boca Bar- Raton. Bernard Muscadine is not happy with his family members for calling him Bernard. His last name? What? His name is Bernard. <laughs> okay, a so Boca he- Raton man punched a legally blind relative Wednesday who called him by his given first name. <laughs> I cannot see. I'm legally blind. <laughs> hey, I'm an innocent bystander. 21-year-old Bernard Muscadine reportedly said before repeatedly punching his relatives, don't call me Bernard. <laughs> What's his nickname? Okay, Poli- well, the police records show he prefers to be called Ben. To be fair, <laughs> if he told them, stop calling me Bernard, and the blind grandfather kept calling him Bernard, he's fair game at that point. Yeah, that's, I mean... Uh, Bernard's in the right. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's how you want to look at it. Uh, city police responded to the home at 11.30 a.m. on Wednesday. So this is like in the morning, man. We're not even started our day yet. 11.30 a.m. Wednesday, and they found the relative lying on the driveway with a swollen face. The relative was taken to Boca Raton Regional Medical Center. Uh, Muscadine told the police his relative was, quote, all up in his face, staying <laughs> out about staying out late and drinking and smoking. The man called Bernard... Uh, record show, and Muscadine pushed the relative and then punched him in the face. Gosh. Muscadine claimed that he was a, quote, hater who doesn't approve. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't approve. a, quote, hater. <laughs> a, quote, a hater who doesn't approve of him. Uh, another quote, dancing all night and all day. Muscadine, <laughs> who police reports uh, say he works for a local resort as a server, said the relative hit him in the forehead, so he punched him multiple times. So it looks like there might have been some uh, solid some family drama. From, Bernard. Know, it's going down <laughs> in Boca Raton, folks. Got to tell you. Uh, how about this here? Lit. So, Trouble Shuffle, remind me oh again gosh. of your major. It's uh, accounting. accounting, right? Okay, so you're familiar with the stock market. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Well, an Ocala, Florida man is also familiar with the stock market, and he's interested in buying some stocks. Nothing, okay. nothing out of the ordinary no, there. Get on right. E-Trade. Let's do it. Mark Charles <laughs> Burnett, 48. Of Ocala, Florida, was charged with possession of a destructive device affecting commerce by a previously convicted felon. That's what? Intense charge. I've never heard that charge before. According to, according to the feds. Okay, this is not. This is no longer at the state level. This is now feds. I'm gonna scoot over so I can see Mark. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Sitting behind this computer. Uh, this is according to the feds. Florida man Charles Burnett makes homemade explosives. 
plans to blow up Target stores in order to buy cheaper stocks. <laughs> this is a man thinking with his head. So it's he, like, he wants to drive the Target stock price down so he can buy and stock. He can, and he can bet against Target. It's just like Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've played the most recent one, but that's literally it. You can invest in stocks and like kill CEOs and something to make the stocks change. It's pretty clever if you can get away with it, but obviously he could not. Nope. Barnett concocted a plan to place what? explosive explosive devices disguised as food items. Oh, just like an source. explosive like, banana? You know, like Spongebob, the exploding pies. Oh, yeah. these aren't pies. They're, They're bombs. Dun, from dun, a bomb dun. Genius idea from Spongebob. It's like a reverse Wolf of Wall Street. It is. Yeah. So I, uh, They need to make a movie about this guy. <laughs> they wanted to place these explosives inside Target stores along the East Coast from Florida all the way to New York. He was taking this nationwide. Uh, thinking that the plot would cause stock prices for the retail giant to plummet and he could buy cheap shares before the rebound. Uh, he paid a man $10,000 to place the bombs on shelves. So he was not working alone. This guy's got some money to throw around. If yeah, he's no. buying Target stock... Here, let me check... Y'all well, stall. I'm going to check the Target, stock, target price. stock If he's got money to throw around, he should just buy Target stock well, What now. he's going to be doing is, if you blow up a Target, like right before you blow up Target, you can put some money into Walmart. So now when Target goes down, yeah. Walmart bumps. Sell your... your Walmart stock now buy Target cheaply because it's going to rebound at some point, and you Target just made stock, double dip. I mean, he, it, I, it may have worked. Target is down point three six points and is now worth sixty five point eight five dollars. Because the story alone is scaring people away from Target. You don't even have to actually blow up the Target. You just need to let people think that you're gonna. Maybe that he was like a good Samaritan. Like, hey, I'm gonna blow up this Target and get arrested for stock fraud, so you guys can buy the stock while the stock price is down. Well, regardless, Barnett is being held in the Marion County Jail for nine parole violations. This guy's name is Barnett? Oh, and he's on parole? His last name is Barnett. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So, uh, yeah, he's being uh, nine parole violations on top of the federal explosives charges. (laughs) Um, Can't think that that... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It does say... I was going to say, you can't think that it's going to hold, you know, a short sentence. Maximum 10 years. Oh, no. That's not bad. Hey, you know what? That's That's 10 years to sit in the... Clinker and that is learn max, about the stock dude, market. Are you kidding me? He's going to plead out for six and get out again on four. I promise. Okay. And then he's, he's going to try to do the same thing. Yeah. Like an or just or buy stocks like a normal human being. Well, that's too easy. Yeah. That, that's that wouldn't true. make Florida news. Yeah, exactly. We'd have no segment. Local man buys did, stock. If people just did things <laughs> normally, we'd have no segment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this next one is coming from the Florida Highway Patrol. This yes. is a Florida woman. I always try to throw at least one Florida woman in there because. Title nine. You know, yes, title nine. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, 5.26 p.m., Cheryl Ann Morris, 54 years old, crashes her black Dodge Intrepid into a ditch at County Road 232, which, of course, we don't know what County Road 232 is, but somewhere in Florida. When troopers arrived, asked her if she was injured, she said she, quote, was dead. (laughs) I'm dead. Don't talk to me. (laughs) I'm not here. I'm dead. Troopers noticed that she was slurring her words and kept repeating herself, and one asked Miss Morris if she was wearing her seatbelt. She then responded, quote, what do I look like? Stupid? Uh, that's not the way to talk to cops. <laughs> she, then, she then attempted to fasten her seatbelt without the cop noticing who was standing there <laughs> looking at her. Uh, troopers searched the area. They found a bottle of wine, which a witness said Morris had in her possession before wrecking her vehicle. Uh, Morris claimed to have only drank two beers during the evening, uh, even though her speech and everything is slurred. We got a BAC? No, we do not have a BAC with this story. I can assume it was high, though. Okay. You know, if she looked at the cops and said, I'm dead. Yeah. Like, you can't give me a DUI. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead, yeah. 
All right, we got this last one. This uh, kind of falls in with last week's uh, animal throwing. Oh. So don't know what it is. I about love that one. Which also made TFM, by the way. I saw that story later on TFM. Okay, yeah. well. So we got it first. Somebody somebody gets yeah, me yeah. Uh, some credit there for TFM. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, this is the wrong story. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's just so many did, Florida we stories. We already did Don't Call Me Bernard. Well, look at these, man. I got like, We already did Don't Call Me Bernard. <laughs> so let's see. All right. So it's a normal morning in Polk County, Florida. Okay. <laughs> People are taking their kids to school. You know, you guys, when you got taken to school when you were younger, there's a long line of parents' cars yeah. waiting to drop your kids off the front door. So uh, it starts like any regular Thursday morning at Lakeland High School in Lakeland, Florida. Christina Fuller had just dropped her daughter off at school, and she reports that a man who she had never seen before cuts in front of the school buses, blocking everything <laughs> just so she could get out. Being a good Samaritan, being a nice guy, right? Okay. Things quickly turned terrifying, though, when she realized <laughs> the man was following her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Every turn I was uh-oh. making, he was following me, Fuller said. When, he stopped at a red, when she stopped at a red light, things got even weirder. The man got out of his vehicle, went up to her window, and threw his dog through her window. And it's a miniature pincher. It's like a little <laughs> tiny dog. Like, like, was it an open window or like break no, the no, glass? No, he didn't. No. Throw the it, dog. It was open. He, she just, he just tossed it in there. Uh, she said, I thought it was going to bite me or something, so I tossed the dog back out the window <laughs> at him. Uh, he got back in his vehicle and then rammed my truck trying to push her into the intersection. What, so what's his walks, motive? Uh, he walks up, throws the dog in the window. She throws the dog back. back. He then goes and gets in his truck and tries to push her car into the intersection with his truck. What's the motive here? Well, we're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. You want to spoil things, man. I'm this sorry. Is a I'm story sorry. here, Mark. <laughs> uh, police later identified the man as Howard Van Swearingen. Swearingen? What a name. Howard Swearingen. So uh, <laughs> Fuller tried to shake the guy, but couldn't. So she called the school resource officer. That's a fancy word for school cop, I guess. Went back to campus, and they were out there waiting on her. Uh, police took Swearinger into custody, and he allegedly first claimed that he knew the woman, but later admitted that he just thought she was pretty and wanted to talk to her at any cost. So this is a man. What? This oh. is a man this just is out some, for like, love. Kindergarten crap, yeah. you know, picking on the girl you like, but literally driving your truck into the back of her so car. Police are also oh looking. Goodness. Police are also looking into another is- incident that they believe also involved Swearinger and was related. So apparently Gosh. he's just driving around this is, throwing his dog. He's just not good on hi- at hitting on women. Yeah, that's, that's all his is. problem. He needs a life. He needs Hitch. He needs, yeah, like a he life needs coach. to watch Hitch. That's Speaking what he needs of to do. Will Smith, there our bad is. music. Swearingen is uh, facing charges of aggravated battery and also trespassing on school property. The school resource officer said that he quote had no business at the school. He didn't even have a kid going there. <laughs> oh my so gosh! You gotta what assume, a creeper! You gotta assume that he just like saw this lady in traffic and was like, "I gotta follow her." Oh yeah! I gotta go see where she's going. I gotta ram her car. I gotta see about a lady. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna throw my dog at her. A woman. But. Uh, we do have some happy news to report the dog was not injured. Okay, Yay. good. Thank God. So that's good. So that's all so for Florida. On, for on that program. note, we are cruising the planet. That was Florida Man coming up next. Celebrity birthdays and what had happened was. Stick around. When you see flashing lights on the side of the road, move over a lane or slow to 20 miles per hour below the posted speed limit. If you don't... <laughs> You will be pulled over. Move over or slow down. It's the law.
A safety message brought to you by Texas Department of Transportation. Be safe. Drive smart. Hello, everyone. This is Miss Towns, Mama T, here at Tarleton State University, the Director of Transition and Family Relations. And you are listening to my favorite station to get my days rocking. 100.7 KXTR, The Planet. KXTR 100.7 The Planet is proud to announce the opening of Texan Tattoo at 1280 West Washington Street directly across from the Tarleton campus. Texan Tattoo offers Tarleton students and Stephenville residents a variety of services to meet their tattoo or body piercing needs. Artists' work can be found online at facebook.com slash texantattoo. Walk-ins are welcome and appointments can be made by calling 254-968-0050. supported by Cotton Patch Cafe in Stephenville. Wednesdays have several features starting off with an onion string appetizer. For entree, Southern Homestyle Chicken Tenders, now in Kick and Honey or Southern Buffalo flavors. Then Mama's Butter Cake for dessert with the option of dine-in or take-out. Cotton Patch at 2860 West Washington can be reached at 254-965-5255. Cotton Patch Cafe, serving homestyle meals to Texans for 25 years. innocent bystander they saying i drove a getaway car but i cannot see i'm legally blind they see me rolling so we starting with what had happened was here no, DJ. We'll get. We'll do celeb birthdays first. How's that? In in order of how it actually should go. That's true. I say Celebrity birthday. But we will first. get to what happened. Was we've got a few really good ones too, so we'll yeah. get there in a second. We'll first, we'll though, these two together. All right, I got. A, I almost had enough for another twenty-person list, but oh I gosh. came in at like sixteen, so I just got a bunch of honorable <laughs> mentions. So let's go honorable mentions. All I'm right, I'm really fast for you. Andrew Wiggins, D'Angelo Russell, Aziz Ansari, Emily Blunt, Jordan Peele, and Ellen Page. Happy birthday to all y'all. Wow, that's a pretty good honorable mention list, it so is. I'm pretty pumped for 10 through 1. Yes, we are. So we're going to go ahead and get started at number 10. She was one of the most popular child actresses there are. She's kind of disappeared off the face of the earth recently, okay. but it's Dakota Fanning. Remind me what movie she was in. Oh, my God. how What movie Bridge was she Bridge to Terabithia? Was that her? Yes, that uh, is her. She, is, al- she no. is also in... She was in the Twilight series yeah. for a while. Literally, when she was a kid, she did so many movies, I couldn't tell you. Now she's you just know. hanging out, I guess? I guess she's just hanging out. <laughs> All right, but that's why she comes in at number 10. If she okay. kept doing what she was doing, she might be a higher seed. There okay, number nine, actress Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wow, number nine. Yeah, she's, I know. She's pretty all right. She's pretty, she is very <laughs> all right. Coming at number eight is Beast Man Khalil Mack. Oh, okay, Khalil Mack, yeah. I, I One of the Watt. best young ballers yes, in the I NBA. I think he's the second best. Okay, I guess, no, now that J.J. Watt's coming back, he'll be the third best defensive end in the league Who's behind second? Vaughn Miller. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Okay, number seven uh, is Robert Kardashian, the actual lawyer. Why did that make the OJ's, list, man? OJ's, he, no, not Rob Kardashian, Robert, like the father lawyer who defended O.J. Oh, O.J. The actual, the only Kardashian that actually did something yeah. to be famous. That's why he's on the list. Yes. Shots fired. Shots so many fired. That's why I put him on the list. He's dead, though, so thanks, Robert, for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, and I honestly don't know how he got this high on the list, but it's Rajon Rondo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish I could take that horn back. Oh, too late. Gross. It's okay. One through five are really solid. I okay. All right, hey, Rajon Rondo. Catch me outside. How about that? For real, for real. Him. We're the bulls at dough. Yeah. Oh, We're oh. the bulls at dough. 
<laughs> you got D Wade and Jimmy Butler. We're the Bulls out there. All right. Number five. <laughs> Shots fired. Coming in is Alan Rickman. He played Snape. Oh, okay. Yeah. Harry Potter and a bunch. Of, he was also, I think, in Star Trek or something. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of other Happy stuff. Happy birthday. But he's dead. Coming in at oh, number rip. four Rest is. Rest in pepperonis. Yep. Is actress Drew Barrymore. Okay, Drew Barrymore. She's up I, there. I know her. I know who yeah, that is. She's, she's been in a few movies. She's done <laughs> a thing or two. Uh, number three is Dr. J. Julius Irving. Oh, yeah. That's a good birthday, That's man. Good that, these are sure. stacked. Oh, yeah. That one through five really was stacked. Yeah. Uh, number two, and I really wanted to put him at number one, but it, I just couldn't this week. But number two is the late, great Steve Irwin. Okay. Late, great. What did they have him listed as on? Oh, he uh, was like... 10 or something oh, on that's, that list that's i don't even look, i don't even look at the numbers on that list anymore you just they just list i just birthdays. look for names okay. and i get them in a real order good call and this guy who's not only number one in the week but i would put him number one of the year number one of the history of america the father of our great nation general and president george s washington Happy birthday, my good sir. What a man. What a man. What a man. Everybody can learn something from General George Washington. For sure. 100%. All right. So let's go and get to some. I got three really solid what had happened was. Is. See, y'all, what had happened was. First one comes out of the University of Charleston. Uh, story goes that Juan Morgan, Nicholas Covington, Kamir Hodge, and Justin Hall all got arrested for charges including possession with intent to deliver heroin, felony receiving and transferring stolen goods, possession with deliver to intent to deliver heroin. Basically, they got busted in their motel after poli police allegedly found a digital scale, a plastic bag with 27 bundles of heroin, a gun, Ooh. small stamped baggies, and marijuana residue in mason jars and large amounts of cash. That's rough, man. That is that's, rough. Quit that is trapping some, while you're playing football. That is some scary stuff to get into. Yeah. You know? That's, I mean, I don't even want to think about messing around with stuff like that. But, hey, people got to do what they got to do sometimes. Do what you got to do. I'm not going to condone that. That's not good. Don't do that. If you got to do it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't find a way to put that together. Next. See, y'all, what had happened was. Daniel Webster College guards Marquise Caudill and Antoine Boyd got arrested for assault, criminal threatening, disorderly conduct. The story goes that Caudill and Boyd were arrested after a fight during a game against Southern Vermont College that required 25 officers to restore order. Caudill allegedly assaulted an opposing player during the game and allegedly threatened an officer working security who tried to stop him. Boyd allegedly incited an already hostile crowd that had surrounded an officer, and a 43-year-old woman was also charged in connection with the incident. Oof. So they basically just got a riot going. Yeah, yeah. I actually learned about that in Calm Wall yesterday. Riots? About how, like, it's, I forgot what it's called. It's like the heckler's vote or whatever, like inciting a crowd, you can get arrested for it. Oh, yeah. Come inciting on, guys. Riot. And the biggest arrest Ooh, story yeah. of probably the year thus far. Yeah. See y'all what had happened was New York Jets cornerback Darrell Revis has on, been charged man. with and hey, I'm gonna tell my my okay. feelings on this though. Uh, was arrested for two counts of aggravated assault, one count of robbery, one count of conspiracy and making terroristic threats. The story goes that at two thirty AM, which everyone says nothing good happens after midnight, Darrell Revis was on the street corner outside of one of his properties that he is investing in. Real estate wise. By the block back derail. By the block back derail, <laughs> pretty much. He did okay, so there's a video of the aftermath of two people laying on the ground, clearly knocked out, and somebody's voice saying, I knocked them out. 
TMZ, who is not reliable whatsoever, yeah. insists that it's Darrell Revis' oh. voice. I was watching uh, First Take, and they had Danny Woodley on, who played defensive line for the New England mm -hmm. Patriots back when Darrell Revis played with the New England Patriots. And he says, I can 100% guarantee you that is not Darrell Revis' voice. Wow. He also said that Darrell was not out partying. Darrell had not done any drinking. Darrell has not had any incidents on his previous records to ever even bring up. But he was he's invested in this property, and he doesn't want a whole lot of publicity about it. So that's why he's going to check it out at 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Now, I believe... Most, I believe, I believe for real, you are presumed innocent until gu proven guilty. And I know a lot of times when we talk about these charges, we sound like, oh, they're automatically guilty. Yeah. But everyone that we bring up in this is innocent until until proven guilty. Um, and Darrell Revis has never done anything off the field to ever even incite that he's this kind of guy. So I, I think this story is a little askewed. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying he's completely innocent. I'm not saying he didn't throw a punch or anything, but I can definitely see a situation where these kids are antagonizing him and kind of pushing him into that situation. I don't think these charges are going to stick on Darrell Reavers. People are saying this is the end of his career. I don't think so. I think, I think with his money and his backing, he's got a lot of people in a lot of important places that know Darrell Reavers would not probably do anything like this. Yep. I think he's going to, I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to get most of these charges dropped, if not lessened. And I think he'll still be playing football next year. Ladies and gentlemen, we've raised $50 for the Wounded Warrior Support Project Support our today. troops. Thank you, ma'am, for donating. We are cruising the planet on that. That's such a good note to end on. Uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. What a great show that was. Yep. Right, DJ Truffle we'll Shuffle? Anything, here. anything for the fans as we leave? Huckabee versus Dodd City, Friday night, Friday 5 p.m., kyoxfm.com slash listen live. It's going to be big.